Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This edition of Ag Life is presented by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 967 and AM 1400. Here is Bob Quinn. Good morning, Valley. This is Ag Life. My name is Bob Quinn with you for the next hour. Talking about agricultural production here in the Valley and all across the country. Well, friends, now that a proposed economic framework has been announced by the president, what are the possibilities for the U.S. regarding economic and trade opportunities with member nations? Rod Bain has our opening report. What had been discussed for months became official last month. When President Joe Biden announced the launch of the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework for Prosperity. The intent of this framework is to bring countries within the region on board with the U.S. on common social and economic goals. The importance of this region economically for U.S. trade is not lost on President Biden or others. The future of the 21st century economy is going to be largely written in Indo-Pacific. The Indo-Pacific covers half the population of the world and more than 60% of the global GDP. USDA Foreign Agricultural Service Administrator Daniel Whitley told lawmakers earlier this spring that there is potential for export opportunity, especially among developing nations within this framework. Vietnam, Thailand, Indonesia, Malaysia, and the Philippines. Those five are an amazing opportunity for American agriculture moving forward. And Dalton Henry of U.S. Wheat Associates says the Indo-Pacific region has been a vibrant market for wheat exports for years, yet adds, been one of the regions where we've probably seen the most dynamic growth across a number of wheat classes. In total, 13 nations, including our own, make up the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, with negotiations soon beginning to address what will be four key pillars within the framework. President Biden says among those, New rules governing trade and digital goods and services. So companies don't have to hand over proprietary technology to do business in a country. Let's create first-of-its-kind supply chain commitments to eliminate bottlenecks in critical supply chains and develop early warning systems so we can identify problems before they occur. Also, let's pursue other first-of-its-kind commitments to clean energy and decarbonization. There's incredible potential and opportunity to solve problems and create good jobs by transitioning to a clean energy economy. Let's choke off the loopholes that get at the corruption that steals our public resources. The president adds the agreement emphasizes flexibility, resiliency, sustainability, inclusiveness, and competitiveness within its development, also calling the new framework an open one, meaning other nations could join what is being nicknamed IPEF in the future. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Well, friends, coming up, a look at the economics of ground beef and producing that product and how consumers are selecting ground beef at the grocery store. That's ahead on Ag Life. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news this morning, friends. Well, strengthening rural communities is a priority for rural America to ensure their long-term viability and success. Michael Clements has a story for us this morning. AARP Oklahoma State Director Sean Voskel says there are many ways to do so, including a new program that offers affordable high-speed internet to families. The recent Affordable Connectivity Program provides high-speed internet access to eligible households at a discount of $30 a month and $75 for those living on tribal lands. More than 11.8 million households are already enrolled in the program, which replaced the temporary pandemic-inspired emergency broadband benefit program. This is especially helpful for rural families that may have access to high-speed internet but can't afford it. Meanwhile, AARP's Community Challenge Grant dedicated more than 40% of grants to rural communities. This program 
now in its sixth year, funds quick action projects to make immediate improvements and jumpstart long-term change in rural communities. There were over 3,200 applications and funding for 260 projects, totaling $3.4 million. This year's awardees advance our core livable communities issue areas, with large portions of funds going towards projects to improve public places, transportation, and housing options. AARP also offers the Rural Livability Archive. This provides a roadmap for rural communities to follow while improving their community. The AARP Rural Livability Archive offers a collection of publications and articles about rural livability, and about a quarter of age-friendly communities are rural. The archive contains a mix of best practices, research, ideas, slideshows, interviews, how-tos, publications, and information about age-friendly efforts throughout the nation. Learn more Thursday night at 9 p.m. Central Time on RFD-TV or online at aarp.org forward slash AARP Live. Michael Clements reporting. Well, friends, this morning, a look at the economics of ground beef passing through the first major holiday of summer season, Memorial Day. The usual jump in ground beef demand wasn't seen. However, Dr. Daryl Peel, Oklahoma State University livestock market economist, says that's because demand for ground beef is stronger than usual right now. If you look over the last several months, really back to about this time last year, we saw beef markets at the wholesale level in particular across the board for all of the cuts as well as for ground beef. There's lots of ways to make ground beef, obviously, but if you look at kind of a generalized ground beef price series, it moved sharply higher about a year ago and stayed high through the rest of the year and has stayed high so far this year. And that's been kind of the story. Again, we didn't see that May increase seasonally, but we were already at a very strong level and we just really haven't seen that ground beef market falter at all. Because of inflation, Peel says, consumers are still buying beef, but they may trade some of the higher-end products for a product lower in value to get a better price. Typically, consumers would turn to ground beef over other beef cuts. The ground beef market has continued strong, and I don't think the strength that we see today is a result, really, of significant amounts of trading down at this point. I think that market has just been uh, very strong, and, and it's really got two sides to it. One of them is, this time of the year with grilling season, the retail part of the ground beef market is very strong. Consumers taking a lot of burgers home to, to cook on the grill or on their weekend outings. But we also have, of course, the underlying food service demand, particularly the fast food restaurants, and that has been very strong, again, for about the last year. Some of the other beef cuts that were high last year, Peel says, have adjusted down significantly from the beginning of year to now. Well, friends, state officials in Idaho remind horse owners in the state and across the country not to ignore West Nile virus. According to Idaho State veterinarian Dr. Scott Livesley, West Nile has been around for roughly 20 years and many horse owners don't appreciate how serious the virus is. It's a neurological disease, so even if the animal survives, that does not guarantee your horse will be the same. Horses that get West Nile that maintain the ability to stand, but have some degree still of neurologic disease, they may no longer be able to do their job. So ranch horses, barrel racing horses, show horses, you name it, they, they may still be able to walk and get around and eat, but, but they can't do the job that you, you want them to do. Livesley says the horse owners have balked at the expense of getting West Nile vaccinations, which he says just doesn't pencil out. The cost of having to endure the disease just does not coincide with the expense of getting your horse vaccinated. I mean, we're talking $20, $30 versus whatever the value of your horse is to you. Livesley says you can stave off West Nile virus by getting all horses vaccinated and by removing standing water where mosquitoes like to breed. He says if you have questions, contact your local veterinarian. Some farm news this morning. You're listening to Ag Life. This is Dairy Radio Now with Bill Baker. Fattening up the milk check with Dr. Thomas Overton, director of the Pro Dairy Program at Cornell. As we look at feed costs rising, dairy farmers are looking for ways to leverage a profit for their cows. Overton says a big part of that is components. It's really easy to get caught up in being very cost-centric. But we also have to remember that milk price and the value of components is high and projected to be high. So we still need to keep our eye on, you know, what is that really return on investment for our feeding program? So what is that income or feed cost? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And so we, we define uh, IOFC, you know, we're really looking at milk income minus feed costs. One of the reasons we like this is at Cornell, we have something called the Dairy Farm Business Summary, which is a comprehensive business management or business analysis program that really does full financials on at the farm level. And year in and year out, this one metric accounts for about half the variability in farm profitability. Okay, now you gotta be a little careful and, and not make too much of it because everything else accounts for the other half, right? So labor and capital investment and all these other things, you know, those those account for for lots of other parts of the variability. But you know, clearly income or feed costs, cash left over after you've paid the feed bill or an account for crop expenses is certainly gonna be hugely linked to cash flow at the dairy farm itself. Comments from Dr. Thomas Overton, director of the Pro Dairy Program at Cornell. And as farmers now look ahead to summer months, what should we be focusing on now? A couple of things. I think one is probably making sure they understand their forages, make sure they understand fermentability of starch in, in their corn, you know, corn silage, corn products. You know, I think it's a, it's a time when they could consider, you know, dialing back on, you know, some of the, you know, the linoleic acid, right? If there's ability to tweak some diets a little bit to try to take some of the other risk factors, uh, or at least decrease some of those, right? You know, that might be decreasing some distillers, for example, right? Just as one example, you know, it might mean uh, for a farm that's got its own whole roasted beans, let's take that from five pounds to four pounds and see if we can pull protein in elsewise. So I think there's just, there's subtle ways to, to maybe decrease some risk there. I think the other thing is, is it's always a good time to double down on just how tight our feeding management at the farm level and make sure that we're not introducing variation in what's going into these cows every day. And so, you know, it comes back also to the farm level and how can we just make sure we're tight, as tight as we can be. When commodity prices are high, just the better we can do at the farm level with our forages, our homegrown feeds, you know, those really pay dividends in years like years like what we're going to see. So as we look at feed costs rising and dairy farmers looking for new ways to leverage a profit for their cows. You know, milk component yields are definitely drivers for maximizing corn feed costs. Lots of things affect components. I think we do have much better ways. We've learned a lot in terms of how to troubleshoot low milk fat. We can certainly optimize protein amino acid nutrition to improve milk protein yields, increase efficient nitrogen use and get more margin that way. And we do have like a new milk analytics that are helping us identify maybe some opportunities for, for better uh, cow uh, rumen function. Again, Dr. Thomas Overton, director of the Pro Dairy Program at Cornell. With Clarifly Larvicide, you get more than just a fly control product. You get more support, more expertise, and more control to prevent the emergence of nuisance flies from the manure of treated cattle by as much as 96%. It is perfectly blended in your mineral supplement to become a part of what you are already doing, feeding your cattle. Get control of flies with a comprehensive program built around Clarifly Larvicide and Starbar products. To learn more about Clarifly Larvicide, contact your local feed dealer or visit centralflycontrol.com. The latest consumer price index shows no slowdown in food price increases. During the height of the pandemic, food price inflation was mainly being fueled by higher prices for meats because of supply and demand disruptions. But we can't say that now. No, Agriculture Department economist Matt McLaughlin's comments after seeing Friday's consumer price index. It says food shoppers at grocery stores saw food prices rise in May by 1.3 percent, taking them 12 percent above May a year ago, with just about every food, not just meat, costing a lot more. And so we're having to take a more comprehensive perspective on what the drivers of food price inflation are. Some of those include continued high consumer demand. And then input costs are just changing. It's no secret that energy prices are up this year significantly. Some of those price increases preceded the Ukrainian conflict, but certainly have been exacerbated by that event. 
And commodity prices, things like corn, wheat, and soy are quite expensive right now, too. Plus, bird flu is reducing poultry flocks. Labor costs are rising, all helping push food price hikes to 40-year highs. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. For archive programs, head to dairyradio.com. It's another Ag News update. A bit of good news, bad news for the ethanol industry. More after this. I'm Russ Kohler, a dairyman from Utah. Safety, know your limits. Heat stroke is life-threatening. Know the symptoms, confusion, loss of consciousness, seizures, high body temperature, hot dry skin and profuse sweating. Reduce your risk during the heat of the day by working earlier or later. Allow time for water and rest breaks by drinking two to four cups of water each hour. This public service message is brought to you by Farm Bureau and the U.S. Ag Centers. In what could only be called the good news, bad news joke, U.S. Environmental Protection Agency released its latest renewable volume obligation for the Renewable Fuels Standard on Friday. Good news, according to the CEO of the Renewable Fuels Association, Jeff Cooper, is the combination of a strong RVO for 22, restoration of illegally waived volumes from 2016, and a new direction for the program puts the program on solid footing for the future. Bad news, however, EPA retroactively reduced the amount of ethanol that must be blended into gasoline for 2020 and 2021. It's a move they explain reflects the situation of less demand during the coronavirus shutdown. So while the ethanol industry is cheering the news, Chet Thompson, CEO of the American Fuel and Petrochemical Manufacturers, explained the blending requirement for this year is unachievable will needlessly raise fuel production costs while further threatening the viability of U.S. small refineries. Another bit of good news for the renewable fuel sector, USDA announcing $700 million in coronavirus relief to support nearly 200 biofuel producers. It's another Ag News update. Are you looking for a new opportunity? The King Ranch Institute for Ranch Management's Ranch Manager Job Board is open. With jobs posted from Texas, Idaho, New Mexico, Nebraska, Colorado, New York, Montana, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Oregon, Florida, even Mexico. Or are you looking for someone to manage a ranch? Find out more at the King Ranch Institute for Ranch Management online, krirm.com. American Cattle News. At a recent House Ag Committee hearing on concentration, Packers spoke out. More after this. I'm Russ Kohler, a dairyman from Utah. Safety, know your limits. Heat stroke is life-threatening. Know the symptoms, confusion, loss of consciousness, seizures, high body temperature, hot dry skin, and profuse sweating. Reduce your risk during the heat of the day by working earlier or later. Allow time for water and rest breaks by drinking two to four cups of water each hour. This public service message is brought to you by Farm Bureau and the U.S. Ag Centers. At a recent hearing on Packer Consolidation, Dave McLennan, CEO of Cargill. Yeah, I, I think Congressman Lamafa, I, I mentioned it, perhaps you are, you were out of the room, but this industry and can't survive without the ranchers and farmers supporting it and the american food supply has proven to be system has proven to be incredibly resilient as we saw in the last two and a half years but i think some of it is the cyclicality which you alluded to and one of the witnesses at this morning's panel alluded to the fact that the cycle is almost predictably eight to ten years and that we are at the almost exactly at ten years and we are seeing evidence that economics are starting to shift and we saw economics in the inverse relationship in 2013 and 2014. I think innovation is another theme in terms of creating efficient feed solutions for our, for our ranchers and for our cow-calf producers to help them increase yields. But we all have a vested interest in the beef supply chain. Tim Klein is CEO of National Beef. The cow-calf segment, again, we don't deal directly with them, but they are a vital part of the, of the whole system, and they have to be healthy. They do have the opportunity to retain ownership of that calf all the way through the system, all the way through processing and on to the customer. So that opportunity exists today. As I said earlier, the profit 
through across all segments has never been higher. It's at least three or four hundred dollars ahead higher than it was even five years ago. And I, as we go forward, as the profits shift back to the production segments, the cow-calf segment is going to benefit from that, certainly. American Cattle News. Betrayal is a new podcast that will make you wonder, how well do you know your partner? Jennifer was married for seven years until one day she realized everything she believed about her husband, Spencer, was a lie. Police arrested Cal High School teacher Spencer Heron. On Betrayal, Jennifer will explore her husband's crimes, uncover the lies, and try to reclaim her life. Listen to Betrayal on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The chronic pain in your joints, it hurts all the time. You never have a moment of rest. You go to work, it's hard, and you can't even think about playing. That's sad. Let me help you. Hi, it's Trevor Carey. Does this sound like you or someone you love? Listen closely. There's new natural biologic treatments that are bringing relief to thousands of patients at Peak Physical Medicine. These regenerative treatments focus on the damaged tissue that's causing your pain. This is a smart way to do it. What they do, they help restore the tissue and they deliver relief. It's all done right in their office at Peak Physical. No surgery, no downtime, no more constant pain and saying, hey, nah, I can't go do that. Get active. You owe it to yourself to check out these pain relief options with a free consultation. 295-2410. Call Peak Physical Medicine today. 295-2410. That's 295-2410. Get rid of that chronic pain in your joints. There's true relief. 295-2410. The economy is heading for a total disaster. The Fed must choose between a stock market and housing market crash or hyperinflation. Hi, this is Stephen K. Ben, and I urge you to diversify your retirement savings into physical gold today. To help you get started, my friends at Birch Gold have created a free information kit on gold IRAs. To get your free copy, just text SAFEGUARD to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Again, that's SAFEGUARD. 10989898 If you've ever ordered food for work, you understand it's different. There's just so much more at stake. Whether it's a meeting, a client call, or lunch with the office that has to arrive at the actual lunchtime, food for work has to work. That's why there's Easy Cater, food that's on time and as ordered from over 82,000 restaurants. And if there's a problem, rare, you can reach someone in seconds. Thank you for calling Easy Cater. Some food just doesn't work at work, but Easy Cater just does. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. Make this the year you go to our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Today at 1 p.m. Eastern, Capital One cardholders get first dibs on tickets to our 2022 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Only available while supplies last or until Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. So don't miss it. Plus, add a Capital One access pass to your purchase to attend a VIP event with a private performance from Avril Lavigne. Only available during the cardholder presale. Presale tickets are limited and will go fast at iHeartRadio.com slash Capital One. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Thinking about the future of farming for some tree nut growers, if irrigation water is not going to be reliable, I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with the California Tree Nut Report, a program of the Ag Information Network. Stuart Wolf is president and CEO of Wolf Farming and Processing. They farm almonds and many other crops in the Huron area of Fresno County. Wolf said they do have options when it comes to not having enough water for tree nuts. We've taken a part of our ranch and working with other growers are making it into a water bank. So when it does rain, we can generate credit and get pumping credits. That's one of our goals. Another thing we're doing is we're looking at all of this stuff surrounding regenerative ag. And if you're going to be pulling out almond trees, we're looking at investing in grinders where we can grind up those trees and put that biomass back into the land and hopefully generate maybe some carbon credit. And the Biden administration is very interested in ag and its impact on the climate. They're setting aside dollars for that. We think that will likely be something in our future. And quite frankly, we're looking to see if there are other crops that we could grow that are drought tolerant. That's Stuart Wolf, a third generation grower, thinking about options if water does not become more plentiful for farming. Pistachio trees stand out among tree nut crops as tolerant of salty growing conditions. But they do have their limits and production may eventually be affected if steps are not taken to relieve stress that happens with the salt accumulation. 
Hi, I'm Greg Peterson of the Peterson Farm Brothers. If you've seen our videos, you know we're proud to be farmers. Farming can be dangerous. Never assume location or depth of underground utilities or pipelines. Before you start any work on your farm, call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com to have underground lines located. It only takes a minute and can save your life. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. Let us be totally honest about a very important subject. Agriculture is amongst the most important industries in the world. Everybody has to eat, and what you are eating formulates who you are. And it doesn't matter who you are, you should be aware of the trends, the science, the issues surrounding all things agriculture. That's where the Ag Information Network of the West comes in. We diligently cover every aspect of agriculture on a daily basis. It's our passion, it's our job, it is our commitment. We're the Ag Information Network of the West. the Ag Information Network. I'm Patrick Cavanaugh. Back as a young kid, the owner of this Fresno business was arrested 19 times, but it all turned around when the city of Sanger started an after-school boxing program. Congratulations to Gilbert and Lourdes Reeks of Heartbeat Boxing, recipient of this month's Spotlight on Small Business Award from Murphy Bank. Gilbert says boxing literally saved his life and opened doors to work as a trainer, a chef, salesperson, and more. Heartbeat Boxing was born when one of Gilbert's training customers offered to remodel a warehouse in downtown Fresno to become a boxing gym. Another key was when Lourdes, who had always dreamed of being a business owner, connected with the SBA. The result has been a fitness studio and boxing gym that helps people turn their lives around by developing focus, strength, and self-confidence. From a business perspective, one of the keys as Lourdes shares, to survive, you have to avoid the big no-nos. Amen, and congratulations to Heartbeat Boxing. For over 35 years, the smiling faces at Murphy Bank have been helping fund small businesses like yours in our valley. Murphy Bank in Fresno and San Luis Obispo. Member FDIC. Hey, Mike, what are you doing way up on that ladder? You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm trying to unclog these gutters. That's smart. I had water damage from my gutters last year. It cost me ten grand. Yo, wait, $10,000? Yeah, and from over here, it looks like water's been pouring over your clogged gutters, and it's probably doing real damage to your foundation. You need to do what I did. Get off the ladder and call Leaf Filter. Yeah, but I need to get these gutters flowing now. That's why you need to call Leaf Filter. They'll clean and realign your gutters and install their exclusive micro mesh screen system so nothing gets in your gutters except water. So Leaf Filter protects my house from damage and means no more gutter cleaning for me? Bingo! Plus Leaf Filter has an industry-leading lifetime warranty so your gutters are covered for life. Thanks, Frank. I'm calling Leaf Filter today. Don't go another day with your home unprotected. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com right now for an extra 15% savings. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com. That's 1-844-300-LEAF. On season two of the Queen of the Con podcast, you'll meet Lizzie Mulder, a woman so desperate to join Laguna Beach's champagne-swilling inner circle, she starts swindling people's life savings. Will she get caught for her brazen con? She was using uh, voice-disguising technology where she would call people with a voice, like, as a male... Listen to Queen of the Con, the OC Savior on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on out with the family and enjoy this year's Fresno Juneteenth Festival. Saturday and Sunday, June 18th and 19th at the Valdez Hall Convention and Visitor Center in Fresno. Enjoy live performances, music, food, vendors, and so much more on Saturday and a drum show, African fashion show, Buffalo Soldiers, and more on Sunday. Both days from 12 to 7. For more information, visit FresnoJuneteenth.com today or call 559 This message has been brought to you by iHeartMedia Communities. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Well, there's certainly no shortage of issues to talk about on a uh, worldwide basis. And this week's World Trade Organization Ministerial Conference is uh, taking a lot of those up, whether it be some trade issues uh, that um, they're looking at addressing, whether it be a food security, of course, a big concern, improving standards uh, involving technology, certainly, and uh, maybe a little bit more consistent uh, understanding of technology worldwide and how uh, it is that GMO technology is really probably the only thing that is uh, continuing to provide, and whether it's an acceptable level of food security, uh, worldwide at least, is uh, 
certainly up for discussion, but uh, providing the level of food security that we have, I mean, a safe, affordable, and reliable food supply in the U.S. is uh, certainly available worldwide, a little bit different story. But that'll be a whole lot worse uh, without the usage of some of these technologies to downright scary conditions. So that's another topic that um, needs uh, further discussion. And all of it on the table at the World Trade Organization Ministerial Conference, according to Michael Clements, who was there and uh, joins us with more. Good morning, Michael. The World Trade Organization Agriculture Committee, as part of this week's ministerial conference, is holding discussions on improving global agricultural trade in the future. Dave Salmonson, American Farm Bureau Federation Senior Director of Government Affairs, says they are looking at what can be addressed during the next ministerial conference two years from now. And so you've got discussions ongoing about domestic support levels, market access, how to improve that, public stock holding, which has become a real contentious issue that deals with countries that may subsidize grain production and then hold it. Definitely has a trade distorting impact depending how it's used, so there's a lot of discussion on that. And also the safeguard mechanisms, how countries can respond to import surges. Another hot topic, Salmonson says, is food security. They're looking to make sure the agricultural trade keeps flowing, trying to get all the countries to agree to stop from imposing any export restrictions on agricultural products. Some countries have done that, but as they saw back in 2008, 2009, it just makes it worse. So there's a real effort to get countries to say they're not going to engage in any kind of export bans. And also, they want to make sure that countries are freely selling product into the World Food Program for humanitarian assistance. Finally, discussions also include improving standards. One is new sanitary and phytosanitary standards. Try to reaffirm and get countries committed to making sure their standards are science-based, don't have protectionist or restrictive features. And then there's also transparency. It's the way the organization upholds the standards and agreements that all the members signed on to is to notify what they're doing and making sure that countries are exceeding their limits on trade distorting subsidies and other measures that impact trade. Michael Clements, Washington. And now we turn it over to Roger in the Agricultural Law and Taxation Report. Abandoned rail lines that are converted to recreational trails can present numerous issues for the adjacent landowners. One of those issues can involve the scope of the easement for the trail and what can be done within that area. I'll be back in a moment to discuss. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kansas State University's Master of Agribusiness program blends online learning with face-to-face opportunities so you can gain the skills you need to make better business decisions on the farm or in the boardroom. Learn more at mab.ksu.edu. We'll get back into the report in just a moment. But first, you've heard me mention R.D. Schrader at Schrader Real Estate and Auction Company. He understands these are major events in your lives, and that's why many of the families he helps are repeat customers. Call 800-451-2709 today. A recent Kansas case involved the scope of an easement and what the easement holder can do within the easement area. In the case, the plaintiff owned land subject to an easement. A nature conservancy had acquired the easement from a railroad under the National Trail System Act for the purpose of developing a recreational trail. The plaintiff sued, claiming that the conservancy did not have a right to cut down vegetation located within the easement. The trial court disagreed. On appeal, the plaintiff claimed that the conservancy had a duty to protect and preserve the trees in the easement area and only needed to use 10 to 14 feet of the 66-foot wide easement. The appellate court disagreed, finding that the conservancy had a right to use the railroad corridor to develop and maintain the trail based either on title ownership or the easement. Thus, the conservancy was entitled to remove the vegetation, but only to the extent necessary for developing and maintaining the trail. The case points out that reasonable development and maintenance of an easement is the rule. Try to get these things specifically laid out in the easement grant. This has been the Agricultural Law and Tax Report. I'm Roger McOwen. And I'm Andy Peterson. Thanks so much for joining us this morning on Ag Life. 
This is Corinne LaRue of the Ag Information Network with California Ag Today. Welcome back to our African swine fever discussion. USDA's Associate Administrator for APHIS, Jack Shear, joins us again for this two-part series to talk about a new $500 million funding to keep African swine fever from hitting U.S. soil. We are launching a new set of resources on the APHIS website at www.aphis.usda.gov slash protect our pigs over the next several months. And that website has all kinds of downloadable fact sheets, posters, instructional videos, and things specifically designed for pork producers and veterinarians that talk about the disease and, and what it looks like. There's social media graphics and how to spot the signs and symptoms and and even how to report the disease, there's a phone number on that website that they can call to get a hold of someone that can help them with the disease and get testing done. And finally, the biggest thing is biosecurity, biosecurity, biosecurity. We say that all the time. And in that website, there's interactive biosecurity guidelines and key prevention steps as well as the biosecurity plan and how they can help train their own on-site personnel and staff, and it's very succinct, it's very friendly. They can benefit from that in keeping all diseases away or out of their facilities just by practicing those good biosecurity steps. There's things there that they could learn that would help them in production, uh, both veterinarians and, and pork producers, as well as the backyard. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm, but which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe the best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are, well, quite frankly, farming. You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on listening to this station for the Ag Information Network of the West News. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us, they'll trust you. This report was produced by the Ag Information Network. I'm Corinne LaRue. Betrayal is a new podcast that will make you wonder, how well do you know your partner? Jennifer was married for seven years until one day she realized everything she believed about her husband, Spencer, was a lie. Police arrested Cal High School teacher Spencer Heron. On Betrayal, Jennifer will explore her husband's crimes, uncover the lies, and try to reclaim her life. Listen to Betrayal on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Building a legacy takes hard work. Straight talk. Earning trust, not just asking for it. Renewable Solar, we have earned the trust of hundreds of customers just like you, right here in the Valley. Good decisions help build a lasting legacy. And Renewable Solar might be one of the best decisions you make. Visit us at rsi.solar rsi.solar. Hey, it's Trevor Carey for American Vision Windows. I want to share Bill and Kathleen's story. They're small business owners, and we know that's the backbone of America, right? 20 years ago, they had such a bad experience when they replaced their own windows. They went out and they started their own company, American Vision Windows. There's two upsides to new windows. First, hey, they look great. Second, who's not into saving money? It's hot out there. Don't allow all that cool AC air to simply leak out. American Vision Windows, they can do it all for just $99 a month. An entire house of windows. Or how about free expert installation? Kathleen from American Vision Windows, she wouldn't let anyone in your house that she would not welcome in her own home. That's why team members, hey, they're triple background checked. You can trust them. I do. 559-354-1654. 354-1654. Or AmericanVisionWindows.com. For all offers, call or see website for details. Expire 630-22. CSLB number 778326. Summer is finally here, and this season's going to be hot, hot, hot. The time has come for you to exchange your home's air conditioning and heating system for a new Super Lean model from Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating. With the soaring cost of energy prices, saving on electricity can be crucial to your family's budget. Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating delivers a high-quality solution with an energy-efficient system at zero interest. 
You heard right, Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating offers zero interest and no payments for 12 months with no monthly payments, same as cash. Shield yourself from the stifling heat and upgrade your system now with Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating and take advantage of great payment options and some exclusive energy rebates. With 40 years of experience, Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating is the only company to make your home comfortable, cool, warm, and everything in between. Call us now, 559-785-1212. That's 559-785-1212. CLN 635-355. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Farm News on Ag Life, sponsored by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news this morning. Well, friends, having a standby generator on the farm is a great way to keep things powered up during an electric outage. However, they need to be maintained. Stephanie Hoff has a report. Heat, wind, thunderstorms, all severe weather we experience over the summer, and all can impact your electric grid on the farm. I'm Stephanie Hoff reporting. Jeff Malcook is a project manager at A1 Electric in southern Wisconsin. He walks us through what farms need to do to keep their operation powered during severe weather. The biggest problems are the power never goes out when you're doing nothing on a farm. The power always seems to go out. You're in the middle of milking, you're in the middle of any process on the farm, and you get the generator out or you fire the generator up for the first time of the year, and either the transfer switch doesn't work or the generator doesn't work or you've got another issue somewhere you didn't know about, and from there, then it turns into an emergency. Those are the biggest ones. Like I say, just making sure that your generator, if you're, if you're running one that's PTO-driven, have it looked at once in a while. Every year would be great, but every couple years at least, have it taken in, put on a load test, make sure that everything's still in operational order, not so that the day you need it, it is operational. And also be aware that, you know, as you do facilities upgrades, you should be looking at, okay, is my standby electrical system big enough to handle the loads that I've added? Right. Jeff, as you said, during a storm is the wrong time to find out if you have issues <laughs> with your equipment. Another thing people can can do too that, that you point out, check your is your wiring up to date? Yes, absolutely. It's just there's always something more important that day than going around and checking the poles or checking the wiring, looking up, seeing if the wires are sagging, seeing if you've got a busted support because there's no downtime on a farm. It's always go, 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 go. There's always something to do, especially this time of year. But we are seeing a lot of a lot of rotted off poles where literally the only thing that's holding the pole up is the wire stretching between two buildings or two points. Jeff, I want to talk about lightning now. Walk us through how you what lightning does and how do you prevent any issues from that? Lightning is a very tricky problem to protect from. There is no 100% foolproof way to protect your facility or your house from lightning. It all starts with the grounding system, making sure that your grounds are all tight, that you have a good earth ground everywhere, that everything on the facility is grounded. And then after that, we do a lot with transient voltage surge suppressors, which is a fancy word for a lightning arrester. Do they work all the time? No, but they're a heck of a lot better than than the alternative, which is nothing. And they're not that expensive when you put it into the grand scheme of what it's going to cost if instead of this little transient suppression system being there, you literally blow a panel off the wall due to lightning because we've seen that over and over and over. And there you have it from Jeff Malcook. He works with farm and rural clients at A1 Electric in southern Wisconsin. I'm Stephanie Hoff. Well, friends, this morning, a look at the economics of ground beef passing through the first major holiday of summer season, Memorial Day, the usual jump in ground beef demand wasn't seen. However, Dr. Daryl Peel, Oklahoma State University livestock market economist, says that's because demand for ground beef is stronger than usual right now. If you look over the last several months, really back to about this time last year, we saw beef markets at the wholesale level in particular across the board for all of the cuts as well as for ground beef. There's lots of ways to make ground beef, obviously, but if you look at kind of a generalized ground beef price series, it moved sharply higher about a year ago and stayed high through the rest of the year and has stayed high so far this year. And that's been kind of the story. Again, we didn't see that May increase seasonally, but we were already at a very strong level and we just really haven't seen that ground beef market falter at all. Because of inflation, Peel says, consumers are still buying beef, but they may trade some of the higher end products for a product lower in value to get a better price. Typically, consumers would turn to ground beef over other beef cuts. Well, friends, state officials in Idaho remind 
remind horse owners in the state and across the country not to ignore West Nile virus. According to Idaho State veterinarian Dr. Scott Livesley, West Nile has been around for roughly 20 years and many horse owners don't appreciate how serious the virus is. It's a neurological disease, so even if the animal survives, that does not guarantee your horse will be the same. Horses that get West Nile that maintain the ability to stand but have some degree still of neurologic disease, they may no longer be able to do their job. So ranch horses, barrel racing horses, show horses, you name it, they, they may still be able to walk and get around and eat, but, but they can't do the job that you, you want them to do. Livesley says the horse owners have balked at the expense of getting West Nile vaccinations, which he says just doesn't pencil out. The cost of having to endure the disease just does not coincide with the expense of getting your horse vaccinated. I mean, we're talking $20, $30 versus whatever the value your horses to you. Livesley says you can stave off West Nile virus by getting all horses vaccinated and by removing standing water where mosquitoes like to breed. He says if you have questions, contact your local veterinarian. Some farm news this morning. You're listening to Ag Life. On season two of the Queen of the Con podcast, you'll meet Lizzie Mulder, a woman so desperate to join Laguna Beach's champagne swilling inner circle, she starts swindling people's life savings. Will she get caught for her brazen con? She was using uh, voice disguising technology where she would call people with a voice like as a male. Listen to Queen of the Con, the OC savior on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. Farm real estate debt at commercial banks grew modestly in the first quarter, while production loans remained steady. The Kansas City Federal Reserve Bank says alongside soaring farmland values, real estate loan balances increased at the fastest pace in four years and drove an increase in overall ag lending. The farm economy remained strong alongside decade-high commodity prices that continued to support farm finances. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association lauded the signing of the U.S.-Japan agreement to increase the beef safeguard trigger level under a trade agreement between the two countries. Kent Backus, NCBA Senior Director of International Trade and Market Access, says the agreement underscores the importance of a mutually beneficial relationship between U.S. cattle producers and Japanese consumers. Backus is hopeful the improved safeguard will provide greater certainty for all segments of the supply chain. NASCAR and official partner Growth Energy say a significant milestone got surpassed this last weekend at the Worldwide Technology Raceway. NASCAR drivers have passed 20 million miles driven on Sunoco Green E15, a fuel blended with 15% ethanol. Growth Energy, the world's largest trade association representing Americans, biofuel producers and supporters, has been a partner with NASCAR since 2011. NASCAR's reduced greenhouse gas emissions by 20% across its three national touring series while also increasing horsepower on the track. Hey, I'm Rodeo Clown J.J. Harrison. Now, if you've ever seen me in the arena, you know I like to have fun take chances. But I also take safety very seriously because Rodeo Clowning can be dangerous, but so can farming or ranching. Never assume location of depth of underground utilities or pipelines. Before you start work, always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com. It only takes a minute and it can save your life. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. The best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they're, well, farming. It's easy to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of their pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on, listening to this station for the Ag Information Network of the West News. So reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what's important to their farm operation. Give us a call and we'll connect you with our local farming community. They trust us, so they'll trust you. With your agribusiness update, I'm Bob Larson. Big rigs and tractors in this valley get worked. So radiators get fixed quick or people lose money. Commercial Radiator gets that. So for almost 40 years, companies like MV Transportation, Fresno Equipment, Pape Trucks, and more depend on the pros at Commercial Radiator. Remember, at about 175,000 miles, your diesel particulate filter needs to be cleaned. It only takes about 24 hours, then you're good. Commercial Radiator, just off the 41 between North and Central on Elm. 233 000 six. 
As the country bounces back from COVID and mask mandates are lifted, your business needs a lift too. Promote your company right here, right now. Radio ads connect with 93% of Americans every week. That's more than Google, more than Facebook, more than TV. In fact, radio reaches 20% more millennials than TV. Want more of the people you want to talk to all in one place? Visit iHeartAdvertising.com and get AM and FM working for you. That's iHeartAdvertising.com. Chronic pain in the knees, achy shoulders, elbows that throb constantly. A lot of you listening right now, you've lived with this agony for so long, you can't even remember a day when you weren't in pain. Hey, it's Trevor Carey. Listen, the days of aches and pains can be over for you. I'm talking about new regenerative therapies and natural biologic treatments at peak physical medicine. They've had patients that could hardly get off the couch. Now they're golfing, hiking, playing with the kids, working their jobs and no pain. It's the life-changing all-new regenerative therapies. They are allowing people with chronic joint pain to feel normal again. And it all comes from the medical professionals at Peak Physical Medicine. Maybe you've tried the steroids. Maybe you're facing surgery. You're the perfect candidate for the biologic treatments from Peak Physical Medicine. It involves regenerative therapy and platelet-rich plasma. What that does, that alleviates the pain and actually helps your body to heal itself. You owe it to yourself to check out these pain relief options. Free consultation, 295-2410. Call Peak Physical Medicine today, 295-2410. That's 295-2410. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back to wrap up Ag Live for today, friends. Well, a notable streak in the U.S. drought monitor ended at the end of May. However, a second streak is still active. Rod Bain has our final report. When May came to a close, so did a dubious streak within the history of the U.S. drought monitor. As USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey explains, For the first time since November of 2021, we are seeing less than 50% of the lower 48 states covered by drought. The current number, 49.3% of the lower 48 states in drought. That is down from the beginning of May, 53.8%. That constitutes about a 4.5% month-over-month decrease in the total national area covered in drought. We've also dropped significantly from our recent peak of 61.1% of the country in drought back on March 8th of 2022, less than three months ago. The recent 27-week streak was the second longest in the history of the U.S. drought monitor still active. The percentage of the country, more than 40% in drought, that streak now extends to 88 consecutive weeks, going all the way back to late September of 2020. Previous record had been 68 weeks set during the drought of 2012-13. So one streak still active, that lower bar, 40% in drought, but we have ended the streak of 50% of the country in drought. So where is drought coverage taking place within the continental U.S.? Rippy says for the four-week period ending May 31st. Most of the improvement occurring across the northern part of the United States from the Pacific Northwest to the Northern Plains. And also as you extend southward through portions of the Great Plains, we have seen some recent heavy rainfall that has at least dented drought as far south as Oklahoma and even parts of Texas. The particular notice of lesser drought conditions is occurring in the drought-plagued west. Drought coverage has dropped from 91 point three to 86.8%. That is a decrease of four and a half percentage points. Most of that improvement occurring across the northern tier of the region, especially from Washington State eastward to Montana and Wyoming, as we have seen a relatively cool wet spring across the northern tier of the west. However, as one looks at the southern tier of the country, namely from central and southern California to the southern Rockies, have actually seen worsening conditions this spring. I'm Rod Bade reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. With that, friends, we're out of time for today. Thanks for joining us. Back tomorrow morning with another edition of Ag Life. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.